Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Podcast with me, Georgina Knoll. This is where I share the inner workings of my mind and my world and occasionally interview some kick-ass people from my life and from the industry in which I work so that you can help yourself up-level to what it takes to become a six-figure earner in the coaching industry. I don't just help coaches, I help artists and creators, visionaries from all walks of life. But if you know that you have been needing to feel seen and heard and understood, and sometimes you feel like a hot fucking mess, and you just feel like, hmm, wouldn't it be nice if there was someone out there who was sharing their internal processing so I didn't feel like I was so fucking crazy? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Inner Work. I hope you enjoy the show. Good morning. I have a question for you. And this question in and of itself could benefit you, even if I didn't then go on to (laughs) channel a transmission through it or around it. So the question that I have that I think if you choose to journal on this or just kind of have it in the back of your mind, This could change your life and your business. I'm getting goosebumps. This question alone could change your life and business. And I mean, exponentially. The reason behind this being freedom. This question, if you answer it truthfully, honestly, from the depth of your heart, soul, body, being, then you will find parts of yourself that have been kept hidden and repressed for so long you might even have to really sit with this question meditate on it feel into it because even i when i reflected on this and really brought it into my awareness even i had to well i only really saw clearly because I had done some clearing with my people in the content incubator 2.0, turning shit into gold. <laughs> oh, God, I love the names of my program so much. <laughs> when that one came through, it made me cackle. And I was like, can I really call it this? Like, fuck yeah, I can. It's exactly what it is. <laughs> so the question that I would love for you to feel into is what would I create If I didn't feed into my expectations of what other people expect of me. So you can look at this in terms of like your art practice, your business offerings. You can look at this in terms of your physique, your relationships and just life in general. What would I create for myself? It's almost the same as like, what would I ask for? But because of being a business owner and, you know, kind of reigniting my desire and my passion in my business, coming back to connection with who I am, who I wish to serve, who I want to play with in my world, I've realized that in doing the clearing that we did, which I won't go into because it was deep as fuck and that's for my paid containers. If you want to do that work with me, then oh my God, say the fuck yes. When you next see me offering a program or reach out to me and work with me one-to-one because the clearing work I do is so fucking powerful. And it, what I love about what we did at the weekend uh, in the content incubator with this particular, we did two clears and one of them was around expectation, it was quite specific. 
And the pieces and the layers and the textures that were revealed to us were so... I mean, you couldn't have known, I couldn't have known, and nor could the people in the container, we couldn't have known that these pieces were all connected until we started doing the clearing and the transmission started coming through, the channeling started coming through. So it really is incredibly powerful shit that I'm doing. <laughs> oh, like I didn't know that before. Um but yeah, so what we did, the clearing that we did allowed so much clarity to come through. And I know that I spoke about clarity and confusion in my podcast last week. So following on from that, when we are holding some kind of trauma, big T trauma, like big stuff that's happened, or what I would call little T trauma, like the little, almost like the little paper cuts that happen, not a limb being sliced off, but like little paper cuts of like, ooh, ow, yeah, that hurt those things still fucking imprint in our brains, you know, like those little things that happen to us, those like, quote unquote, micro traumas, if you will, they still have an impact on us, they still create our inner landscape. And I had this image come to me today of like, how these patterns get such a hold on us, how we go from these micro or or, or macro traumas, right? But even on the micro, these are the ones that we often don't give much credit to because we look to the deaths, the abuse, the abandonment. We look to the really fucking big shit and go, that is where everything compounded. That is the root of everything that has happened in my life. And then often when I do kind of inner child work and EFT and matrix re-imprinting stuff with people, what will happen is we end up tracing the pattern back and we'll find a you know, like what you, what you might have just discounted. And I know you guys probably know this, right? Because if you're in my world, you probably have some understanding of where trauma comes from, where these patterns come, where limiting beliefs come from. And, but the, the, the image that came to me today is, you know, when you peel like a satsuma, I could have gone for orange, but satsumas are so much easier and more satisfying to peel. So let's go there. Oranges are just a fucking, they're a nightmare. (laughs) Does anyone even peel those motherfuckers anymore? Or do we just cut them into segments and suck the juice out? Um, So with a satsuma, (laughs) when you peel the skin off, that's the, that's the big chunky layer, right? That's the big piece. You're like, oh, okay. I've peeled off my skin, my, my big satsuma skin. And then underneath is that white, like pithy, skin that's almost like I liken it to the fascia in our body it's the the final piece that like holds everything together and when we start to look at the micro pieces that have happened in our life those little nicks and paper cuts that have occurred we start to almost lift it's like lifting off that white piece and Sometimes what's really satisfying is you'll like peel one off and you'll get like, as you peel one piece of that off, like another little arm and you'll be like, oh yeah, I'm going to peel that bit off and oh, I'm going to peel that bit off. And there's sometimes a really satisfying, satisfying satsuma. (laughs) Fucking I did not know this is where this was going to go, but come on the journey with me. (laughs) Let's go. Inner work with Georgina Knoll, the satisfying satsuma. 
Um, so you just start to peel off that white stuff. And as you're lifting one piece up, you notice that it's attached to another. And if you're mindful, you can actually like mm, 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 peel that bit off. And then ooh, the next bit wants to go. And you can almost peel things off in like one piece sometimes. And it's deeply satisfying. And I find the same is true when we really find the core issue, the core problem, the place where the pattern got triggered we'll see sometimes it's something that we may have dismissed as being like small. I had a memory that used to come up so much and I'd be like, that's so like, you know, no one died. <laughs> like no one died. No one got abused. Nothing massive happened. But I have this remind, like this memory in my head of being, I think it was at my granddad's house and my cousin um, my two cousins and I were sitting around this little table on the floor and we were all drawing and I was really in my little flow zone and I'd drawn a pudsy bear. So in the UK, we have a thing called Children in Need, or at least we did. And it was this charity event that was televised and there was this bear called Pudsy. And I was drawing Pudsy the bear. Now, I don't know if the picture was any good. Like in my mind, it was a fucking masterpiece because I was just loving the... Pr- I was like, yes, this is the best. This is the most amazing piece of artwork that's ever been created. This like eight, like, no, it might have been five. I don't even know how old I was. I was pretty young. So <laughs> I don't think it was gonna... <laughs> Let's just say I don't think the Tate would have been calling. However, <laughs> in my mind, I was like, this is the most fucking amazing piece of artwork that's ever been created. But I was just so, I was just so, I just remember being so like nourished and loving the, just being with my family, but being in my little zone of drawing this picture. And then my cousin picked up a crayon and she just went, and she like scribbled over the top of my picture. And I was fucking horrified. I was just like, oh my God, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. Now look, looking back on it, even now I'm like little shit. Can't believe she did that. I loved that cousin as well. Like I idolized her. So the fact that she'd done that to me, I was like, oh, heartbreak. And it's so interesting how many times that seemingly small and unimportant memory has come up throughout my life. The amount of times I've had to go back to that place and tap on it or in a child work it or whatever, because even though it was this, even though, if you're a tapper, you'll understand what I'm talking about there, even though there's this memory, going back to, you know, looking at that small thing that happened, in that moment, I felt like unprotected, I felt like what I did in the world didn't matter, if I worked hard at something, someone could just take it all away with the sweep of a crayon, so many fucking things that have like compounded from that tiny little moment in my life. So we often go around like seeking out these massive things that have happened to us and we kind of fixate on the bigger pieces. But sometimes what we're really missing is, yes, of course you've had these bigger traumas. Of course those have massive impact on your life. And if you trace them back, sometimes you'll find these seemingly unimportant or just like, why does that keep coming up? But when you go in there, your little kid was so fucking wounded from that experience because it was like almost like the first time that it compounded a lot of beliefs, a lot of ideas, a lot of stories that they picked up. And it's like in that moment, they fused together like that Satsuma skin. They fused together. They were no longer just these kind of 
singular floating kind of ethereal ideas that just like floated around. So it's like, oh, maybe I'm this, maybe I'm that. It's like in those moments, it's almost like things fuse together and create like scar tissue emotionally, you know, and energetically in the body. And in that moment, something fuses together, something is decided. It's a moment of decision in your past. And when we go back with matrix re-imprinting, for example, do do this kind of, I do it, you know, in in a fairly unique way. (laughs) But going back to that inner child and actually just speaking to them and healing them through that process and reminding them that actually what happened was really shit. And getting to help, you know, validating how they felt and giving them compassion and then showing them, you know, asking them, what was the decision you made in this moment? What was the belief that you made in this moment? What did you decide about yourself and about life in this moment? Like literally, you could take this podcast, implement what I'm talking about, and you will change your fucking life. That is the value of the words that are coming out of my face right now. This is the shit I teach people in my EFT trainings. So, knowing that you have all of this power to be able to go back to even those little micro moments. If you're inexperienced with doing this kind of work, I would say probably steer clear of the bigger traumas for now. You know, if you feel safe to go there, then obviously you take responsibility for what you look at. Um, Maybe you would choose to work with a practitioner, whether it's me or someone else, to guide you and keep a safe container if you are going to look at bigger traumas. But these smaller things, these little like chinks in our armor that keep coming back up, like the scribble on the on the drawing, or when your dad said no to something or didn't pay much attention to something you'd done that was you were so proud of and they just kind of dismissed it because they were busy and in that moment you decided daddy doesn't love me. You know, all of these pieces, they all compound over time and they create these stories in our mind about what we are worthy of, what we are deserving of, how we need to be in order to receive love or acknowledgement, recognition. And all of this, when we look at the question around expectation, all of this feeds into what we think other people expect from us, what we expect from other people. If I win, if I create something beautiful, someone's going to come and tear it down. So why the fuck would I even bother trying, right? If I hadn't gone and looked at this pattern, if I hadn't gone and really, really looked at it and done the work on it to release it, I've just always been somebody who isn't content with continuing to sabotage myself over and over again in the same ways. When I quote unquote fail or something doesn't turn out the way that I might have liked it or wanted it to. I don't really have so much of a reaction to that. But when something happens over and over again, and it feels like this relentless fucking hamster wheel of self-sabotage, that can get very tiring and it can really beat you down from the inside. But we must look at these pieces in the depth that they deserve and that we deserve if we really want to create lasting change in our lives. It's very easy for us to pick up a mindset book or listen to an audio book, listen to a podcast and feel like, aha, I've had my aha moment and now my life has changed forever. And then we don't do the deeper work. We don't peel the white pith off of the satsuma of our life. (laughs) And we end up recreating the same thing over and over again. You know this, you've seen it happen so many fucking times in your life and yet there are still going to be areas of your life that you don't want to look at. 
There is a reason for that. And it's usually because there is so much gold in there. We know the area of our life that if we really looked at, if we really chose what we wanted, and if we chose to create what we want to choose from that area of our life, things would change. We might have to remove certain people from our lives, things like that. That's such a big thing for people. They don't want to lose anyone. Nobody wants to lose anybody. What if I lose that person? Well, you might. (laughs) You might lose them. But would you prefer that or to continue to lose yourself? One of my greatest fears in life is that I would never reach my fullest potential in all areas of my life. The idea that I could be on my deathbed looking back going, fuck, I kept pushing shit up that hill for too long. I wish I'd have made a different choice and just changed my direction. Why did I keep recreating that same pattern in my life? Why didn't I do the work on that sooner? Why didn't I give myself permission to create the life for myself that I really fucking wanted? So don't be the person who does that. Take charge today and start to, whether it's investing in someone to help you or whether it's just literally sitting down with your journal and reflecting on what is the life that I would create if I wasn't creating these stories around what other people might expect from me. Because if you take the white pith (laughs) of expectation off of your satsuma, then what? You've got this beautiful, delicious, juicy fruit in your hand. Rather than trying to contain yourself. Because the thing is, Yes, people may have expectations of you, but they're really not anything to do with you at all. (laughs) Defying people's expectations doesn't mean that they're not going to love you. Very often, people have so unconscious the expectations of who we are, and we will do something that will blow that out of the water, and they completely, they're almost forced to change their perception of who we are, because We've just become a different person. And if they still see us as the other person, it's almost, it's too jarring. So they, they have to upgrade the way that they see us. A client of mine asked me a while ago, like, how do I deal with family situations now that I've changed so much? How do I deal with going into family situations? Because it it feels like they still see me in the same way. And I asked them, well, when you go into those family situations, are you really allowing yourself to be this full new you? Or are you looking at their expectations of who you are and on some level trying to bridge the gap for them? Are you showing up to those family, those family gatherings, those family engagements and communications as a watered down version of your new self to give them time to like acclimate to who you really are now rather than just going in there like the blast of ice water that you are and like you know I don't know why ice and fire are coming in but you know putting a fire up their ass because then they have to see you in a new way so it's really just showing up as the truth of who you are 
and all of who you are in every moment, in every engagement. And yes, that's going to change. And sometimes you're going to have more energy, less energy, more to say, less to say, more vibrancy, less vibrancy. Every day is going to be different. Fuck. I mean, I went from being absolutely in one day. What is it like half? It's like nearly 10 o'clock in the morning, right? I got up at seven between in those three hours. I feel like I've journeyed so much of myself, not through trying, pushing, forcing, literally just because I woke up tired. I didn't feel motivated. So I went and had a yummy bath. And then I started to feel all these lovely downloads coming in and my body started to feel really nourished from the inside out. So I then had this moment of clarity. And then I decided that I felt inspired to come and talk to you guys. But if you'd have told me at 7am that I was going to be recording a podcast of fire and beauty in a few hours, I'd have been like, oh, I don't want to. So you're always going to be feeling different and you get to show up to interactions with your family members, with the people in your life as whoever you are in that moment. And you get to give yourself permission to change and adapt depending on how you feel. So with that particular person who asked me about these, you know, how do I, how do I show up to these family engagements? And then they see me a different way. And that was my answer. Just don't water yourself down (laughs) because that's you doing it. You're doing it, not the other people. If you show up as the new version of you and you're full of self and vibrancy and all that you are in any given moment, and you show up to a family gathering as you are now, as a person you are and who you see yourself as and who you have carved out and you've put the work in to become this and embody this newer, deeper, more honest version of who you are and you go in there and you're willing to just deflate all of that, give it all away and discredit it just because you're, you want to protect yourself from what your family might think of you. That's on you, right? that's you that's not them they didn't ask you to do it and if they did you still you don't have to if your family said could you just tone it down a bit then you have the right to go actually no that doesn't feel good to me I'd rather not be here cheers bye we're always in charge so take a look at where you're allowing not even other people's expectations this is a very nuanced conversation this is where am I allowing my expectations of other people's expectations of me. <laughs> it's that's how veiled and how much of a fucking illusion a mind fuck it is. It's not even as simple as someone else's perception or someone else's expectations. It's our fucking manipulation. We're manipulating ourselves to keep small so that we can protect ourselves because if we change too much people might not like it and blah, 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 blah. you don't have to poison yourself into believing that you have to be less than you are trying to protect yourself by keeping yourself smaller and less than what you truly are is just keep it is punishment for yourself it's self punishment self-flagellation we don't do that anymore, remember, because we've come too far. We've grown too much and we all deserve so much better for ourselves. So thank you for listening today. If you've enjoyed this podcast and received something, I would love for you to share it on your social media. Send the link to a friend who might enjoy it. Let them know why they would enjoy it. Let's build this community. Let's get the message out there and start people realizing that they are the ones that are holding themselves back. (laughs) That's the simple truth of it. 
wherever we are, whatever we've created, it's on us. And it's not about blaming ourselves. It's about going, huh, cool. So there's probably a lesson for me here. And getting excited about learning about who we really are and who we came to this fucking planet to be. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much for joining me. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. It really does mean the world that there are people out there who are interested enough into the internal workings of my crazy mind to actually sit down and listen to me whiffling on about all things mindset. I'm so, so grateful that you took the time out of your day to spend a few minutes with me. So if you'd like to know more, then please do pop over to Facebook and check out Mindset and Life Transformations, which is my free Facebook community for all things mindset and energy work. I'm also on Instagram at Georgina Noel EFT, so you can find me there and find out even more about my weird and wonderful world where I do all of the crazy magic things. And also I train martial arts, so you get to see a lot of me hitting things too. I really do share all that I am on that amazing platform. So come on over, follow me, send me a message, say hi, let me know you listen to the podcast. Have an amazing rest of your day. And also, yay, celebrating myself for finally doing an intro and outro for this motherfucker. Have a wicked day. Bye.